welcome to Dice and Dreary. Last time, the duo had made it into Velaki and rescued the Martikovs from the basement of the Wachter house. We join them as they have just found Van Richten's grave and are beginning to exhume him. Sprocket, are you like keeping lookout or something? Why don't you give me a perception check? 19. 19. You, uh, you're keeping a lookout while Crethen digs. Uh, and uh, as you're getting digging down there, you get, you're, you're about you know, three, four feet now. Uh, Sprocket, you see something down the road head, heading this way. A, a solitary person walking down the road. Uh, they look like they look like a, a, a could be a guard, maybe a soldier, um, but they they too far away to, to really tell at this point. But they are definitely heading down the road towards you. You uh, you maybe have a couple more minutes before they'll they'll be here. Someone's coming this way. <laughs> Dig faster. <laughs> um, Crethen, uh, give me how, strength. How, yeah, how far down are we? A couple, you're 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 down at the church. Um, you're give me a strength check to see uh, how fast you're able to dig. You've got a couple minutes, and you still have a, you know one or two more feet to go. Sixteen. Sixteen's enough to get down uh, get down to the coffin. Uh, you're you're able to kind of get down to the coffin and dig it out, but it's still there. Uh, as uh, and as you're doing that, you uh, sprocket are keeping an eye on this this person that's heading your way, and uh, as they get closer, they start to uh, features start to come in into into view, and you see that this is a very heavily armored knight, completely in black armor, and you can just see these two red pinpoint eyes. Uh, that are, are glowing and uh, it's marching down the street towards you a uh, very large sword in hand uh, can't tell if it's seen you or not you've you you guys both have uh, your stealth still so you're, you're very well hidden um, so you you don't think a person has seen you but you definitely know that this is some sort of, of beefy knight some uh, armored knight dudes coming. <laughs> oh, good. Um, Didn't we hear about him or something? Uh, can I, if I poke my head up, can I see it? Um, he's not that close yet. Okay. Was oh, he the one we fought previously? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess so. Yeah, they. Um. Uh. I. I we heard from someone that one of those guys was in town. Um, Dragomir. Something like that. Yeah, you re- you remember that name? Um, can I open the coffin? Uh, yes. Do we want to wait till he goes by before doing this? <laughs> if he's Rick not, if, if he's Dagomir, he's not going by. <laughs> well, he doesn't know we're here. I'm sure he does. Like a plot thing? Never mind. <laughs> what uh what are you gonna do you gonna try and wait and hide or are you gonna just rip it open okay my thought is this if we be- bring Rickon back and end up having to fight this guy we're just gonna have to bring him back again <laughs> <laughs> so fight him first well, I say we just hide and let him go by okay let's give it a try I mean, unless you want to take him, I'm, I'm game. He has a nice bow. He did have a nice bow. But, um... Alright, it's worth a try to see if he if he passes us by. I didn't mean that to rhyme. Um, <laughs> so I'll, we'll, we'll slip out and find, like, a... a <clears throat> spot. Like, Alright, give me... 
some stealth checks. You still have your, your paths without a trace running. I guess. 38. 17. 38 and a 17. <laughs> Brevin just jumps in the hole. <clears throat> you, Actually, you, yeah, you could jump in the hole and lay down. And you'll just look like another dead guy. <laughs> you effectively <laughs> disappear from the graveyard. Uh, Dragomir does indeed come around the corner uh, into view. Uh, both of you are watching as he uh, stops at the the uh, graveyard gate, which is rusty and kind of broken off its hinges and swung open. And he just walks on through uh, and into the graveyard. Uh, the, the mist is, is just dispersing around him as he walks directly to Rictavio's grave and he looks down at it for a moment and then he looks up and starts looking around the graveyard what are the two of you doing He's, he hasn't moved yet he's just kind of scanning around clearly looking for someone or something I'm glance to you Crethen see if you give me the nod what, what does the nod mean? <laughs> Do you give him the nod or not? <laughs> I don't think I'm nodding. I think I'm um, definitely readying, readying my bow. You know All right, what? then I'm going to no. cast. Oh, what are you going to cast? <laughs> Heat metal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was about to nod to go ahead and attack him, so <laughs> I guess this works. If you're going to wear plate armor... Uh, that's not what I meant to hit. No, no, no. I have to hit the eye first. Cancel. I... Let's see. One minute. Oh, there we go. That one. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature takes two damage from it. The creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw to throw or drop the object. Okay. Heat metal. All right. So, uh, the... How I am much damage? I am going to have to compose some kind of hard rock metal song for this one. <laughs> to, I think I need to, right? <laughs> Let's see here, Dragomir. He takes 2d8 damage. That's my, my roller. I had rolled 9 when I initially oh, you did. It. You rolled? Oh, you did roll. Yes, 9. Okay. Um, I mean, if you'd rather roll, that'd be better, probably. <laughs> I'll take that 9. I rolled and it was a seven. So, um, the the armor. You're, are you doing like chest armor, leg armor? Chest armor, yeah. Right, chest. center mass. Center mass. So, uh, the the armor on on this knight begins to uh, begins to heat up and turn uh, turn start to turn red, and you can hear some sizzling. And the knight takes uh, takes nine damage, um, but does not uh, does not react much to it. Like it is aware that it's happening, kind of you know, looking down at it, um, rather emotionless for taking that much damage. And uh, let's see, creature must succeed on a Constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, it's disadvantage. Uh, where are you going? Okay, so he is going to uh, spend his turn taking off this chest plate, and we're going to roll initiative. So let me go. Whoop, that's not what I want to do. Let me open this up, clear it out, and this guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not going to beat me this time. I rolled twenty nine. <laughs> Six. Sixteen's my dexterity. And uh, its dexterity is an eleven, so you win. Holy smokes, I'm expecting that to be a lot higher. Well, he's wearing full plate armor. Well not anymore. <laughs> um He takes off he's taking off this this chest plate. It's gonna take him his turn. Uh Crethen going to do your position is still not not known okay how far away is he 
he is uh he's probably about like 40 50 feet okay I assume, all right i assume you guys are just kind of hiding behind some tombstones on the edges yeah yeah all right i'm going to um uh, i'm gonna drop uh pass without a trace uh raise up hunter's mark against him and then i'm gonna move um um and kind of uh, uh, kind of move at an angle kind of half toward him but uh, uh, flanking out to his to his left and um, going to going to shoot my longbow on the way so I will not get to him this round all right and um, I will use silvered arrows if that helps that's 27 that is a hit for sure Okay, for 12 damage. 12. All right. And um, I don't think we brought this up, but this is like the fourth time that we, we uh, checked the rules on the second attack and figured out that we were wrong initially, then right, and then wrong again. <laughs> and that the second attack is a bonus action. And so since I cast uh, Hunter's Mark. Oh, I need to cast. I need to uh, roll that D6, don't I? Yes. Um, uh since I cast Hunter's Mark, then I will not get a second shot. But got an extra four on that Hunter's Mark, so 16 totals. All right. These uh, arrow uh, strikes him right in the shoulder as he, he's taking it off. Uh, he now looks up at you. Hopefully it's pinned it on him. Sees you. <laughs> <laughs> he had just exposed his shoulder, and that's when you hit him. <laughs> he, had, he had, like, just taken the, that part of the armor off uh and you're you're staying back far away or moving it i'm moving closer so that i will be able to get to him next round okay sprocket same situation you're you won't be able to get in melee range this round but uh, you could move in okay so he doesn't have the armor off yet not yet he will have it off uh he has to spend his turn getting it off then my bonus action, I will maintain the spell and cause another 2d8 fire damage. All right. 14. Ooh. That's a roll. 14. All right. And I will shoot him in the chest. 13. Th yeah. 13 is a miss. And that's it. Oh, you only get one shot? Yeah. See if with the bonus action thing. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, hold on. The wait, okay, wait, wait. no. The yeah, my gunslinger is a bonus action as well. Oh, okay. Was it was it the second attack that's the bonus action, or is that um, uh, the offhand weapon that was the bonus action? Offhand weapon is definitely a bonus action. Second oh. attack. I, oh, second attack is just a, a feature. Second second attack is just a feature. If you oh, have multi well, attack, it's, you just take two attacks, and yeah, I think that's what right. your your case is. So I think. I yeah, think your gunslinger is a too. bonus action sprocket, but don't you have multi-attack? Uh, or do you yes. not have that? So you get to take a second attack. It's your third that's okay. the bonus. Right, I gotcha. Yeah. So... That's that's the same for Crethen, I think, right? Right, yeah. So I could have taken another shot, but that's fine. Well, that was pointless anyway. So we were wrong, right, and then wrong. right, and then wrong, and then we thought we were right, but then I was wrong, but we now we're right. Wrong. Now we're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this knight uh, has, has basically ignored, but like, like has ignored all, all of the attacks on you, but has acknowledged your presence, and it's very intimidating. Uh, as he removes plate uh, armor, you can see that there underneath is just some like tattered clothing that he's wearing. And, uh, you can see some of his uh, some of his kind of deathly pale skin, almost bluish hue with just large scars all over it. Uh, almost unrecognizable. Uh, he leaves the helmet on, uh, and all you can see are these pinpoint red eyes. Uh, and he picks his sword um, picks his sword back up, and, and just kind of raises his hand uh, up, palm upward up a little bit, and uh, emerging from the ground are uh, two skeletons 
uh, emerge uh, from graves near you. And let me add those to the skeleton. They're giant. (laughs) (laughs) No, they are normal sized skeletons that uh, emerge from graves right near you. Um, Roll twenty, you and your, <laughs> you and your fun scaling problems, <laughs> you, you rascal, you rapscallion. Uh, yeah, these two skeletons start emerging from the ground, uh, and I'm just going to give them initiative. Oh, okay, that works. They just they're going to go very, very, very last, um, and they are emerging from the ground. Um, this uh, this night now armor off, less armored than he was before. Uh, but just as intimidating, has a very large uh, a very large sword on hand now. And it is uh, the skeletons uh, come up from the ground uh, near both of you. Uh, one, of, one of them near each of you. And they're gonna uh, make some bony attacks on you. Um, Crethen does a six hit, probably not. No. And Sprocket does a 17 hit. Yes. Takes seven damage from this rusty sword. <laughs> and you get, you get tetanus. And you get tetanus. <laughs> Crethen, you're up. Two skeletons in front of you. Uh, this knight standing intimidating over at the far side of the graveyard. You're You're about in the middle, the both of you. Okay. Now would be a good time for Berggren to show up. It would be a great time for Cinematically throwing the sword to <laughs> you. All right. Um, I'm going to keep the pressure on this guy. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to shoot... Um, shoot. You know what? No, I'm not. Well, I'm, I am going to shoot. I'm, I'm going to shoot... Two shots at um, Mr. Glowy Eyes. Two shots at Mr. Glowy Eyes. Okay. All right. Oh, and that one on the first one. Not great. No. 19 on the second. A 19 on the second. Uh, that one hits. You drew back your second arrow a little further than the first and split <laughs> the first arrow in the air. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's 11 damage and then four for the hunter's mark. So 15, 15. All right. Uh, arrows again, hit him, uh, to which he, uh, holds his sword up with both hands now, slowly moving it into both hands. And as his second hand touches it, the sword ignites into flame. Does he have a bow? Uh, he does have a crossbow that is on his, uh, on his belt. Okay, as long as there's a bow there. Um, uh, and uh, where, where uh, uh, Gizmo and Piccolo, are they hanging back, hopefully? Uh, yeah, you, pr- you, you put Piccolo. Piccolo's hiding behind a, a tombstone. Gizmo okay. well, as well. Piccolo gets close. Just, just fling that magic poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sprocket. I will drop the spell since it's not doing any good anymore. And this guy a vampire do we know by chance? Uh, you suspect as much. Some kind of vampire. Alright, then we can give this a shot. I'll pull out the holy symbol of Ravenkind and expend one charge to cast Hold Vampires. Hold Ooh. Vampires. Alright, what happens there? Uh, must make a DC 15 wisdom save or be paralyzed for one minute. Wisdom, alright. So that is 16. What was it that he had to? Uh, 15. 15. He beat it by one. Uh, he also had advantage, full disclosure, uh, on that attack. Because uh, as you did that, uh, you saw this uh, amulet that he has around his neck twinkle a little bit. <laughs> He's got the unholy symbol of unraven kind. Of unraven kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's his turn. 
Uh, he is going to uh, make a charge for, say, let's see, you shot arrows. At, yeah, he's going to make a charge for you, Crethen. You shot some arrows at him and hit him. Uh, he's charging towards you, and he's going to uh, take a big swing with his sword. And let me see here. Does a 26 hit? Oh, yeah. 14 damage as uh, this sword comes swinging down and strikes you. Um, and uh, give me a... Uh, is it... Here it is. Give me a um, constitution saving throw. That's not good. 11. 11. You, uh, your, uh, your clothing around you ignites. <laughs> well, that's fair. We did it to him. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are now, uh, on fire. Uh, and uh, he's going to take another swing at you. Does a 16 hit you? Yes. So that is another 2d8. 8, 11, 16 damage this time. No need to make the... You're, you can't be more on fire. <laughs> um, as he stands over you, uh, just towering over you, very tall, uh, and uh, the there is this rattle as he uh, again takes his takes one of his hands off of the sword and uh, holds it palm up, and uh, three skeletons emerge from the graves behind him. Sprocket, we're in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, this will be fun. So, um, let's see here. Skeleton's turn. Um, we've got one on you, each of you. Crethen does a 15 hit. No. And Sprocket does a 12 hit. Both of those miss. The other three come uh, come shambling up into, into melee range. Um, there's a... Uh, there, there's, a, there's a breeze that picks up from the west. You can feel some, some kind of uh, just some warm air that, that circles through briefly. Crethen, it's your turn. Lance. Lance, this might be it, buddy. Let's make a good one. Never say die, hero. I didn't technically say die. Hey, you implied it. <laughs> That's true. All right, Lance, 25 to hit. 25 is, uh, let's see here. It is, uh, you go in for the hit and uh, he attempts to parry with his sword, but you just barely make, th make it through his defenses uh, and strike him. Okay, that's concerning that you said I barely make through his defenses with a 25. After he's taken uh, off half his armor. <laughs> That's true. Um, I, I, I'll go ahead and roll the other attacks. Um, a sobered sword is a 12. I'm guessing that does not hit. That does not hit. And the lance the second time is a 24. This time it connects. Okay. So two lance hit twice. Okay. So um, eight and nine. And then I'll roll my um, hunter's mark. But there's one and a one. Oh, come on, Hunter's Mark. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, so uh, 19 total. 19 total. Uh, Lance uh, is shouting, Huzzah! His armor is no match for us, hero! Um, as yeah, as you strike. And, uh, and uh, yeah, make it, make it through. He's still locked in, in combat with you, Crethen. He doesn't seem to be wavering his attention. Sprocket. It's your turn. I've been holding on to this for a while. I am going to pull out a scroll we found. I don't even remember when we found it. And cast <laughs> Steel Wind Strike. Ooh. What does Steel Wind Strike do? And of course, no uh, 
nothing showing up in roll 20. It, uh, I've got it here. I've got it here. Uh, you flourish the weapon used in the casting and then vanish to strike like the wind. Uh, choose up to five creatures you can see within range and make a melee spell attack against each target. Oh, nice. uh, on a hit, the target takes 6d10 force damage. Oh, it's uh, you, you can then teleport to an unoccupied space you can see within five feet of one of those targets, and the range is 30 feet. So five targets within 30 feet, and uh, make a spell melee spell attack against them. So all the skeletons, or all but one, and the, the knight. All but one... I'll leave one that's not engaged. So I want to make sure I hit the two that are engaged with us. And okay. him. And is there no way I can just roll a straight spell with that? I'm going to have to do a manually. So I'll roll for him first. Okay. A 12. A 12 is, is not enough. Well, that's a waste. <laughs> do I have inspiration? No, I don't. Oh. All right. First skeleton, 24. That's a hit. 26. That's a hit. <laughs> 10. That's a miss. And 10. That's a miss. Awful. Two of them just crumble. Um, do you want the ones oh. closest to you? Yeah, the two that were on us. Two that are on you? They, they just crumble. They're just crumbling into, into dust and bones. Uh, and where do you want to end up? Pretty much anywhere in this graveyard you can end up. Uh, back a little ways from the group. Okay, you're in a retreat a little bit. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, what does that look like? Like, what what exactly is happening when you, you take out two of these skeletons? Well, I, uh, like this weird burst of static surrounds me and I just disappear. And suddenly there are five of me. And they all hit at the same time. And then they just kind of pop back into one where I'm standing now. That's awesome. So for an instant in time, I was occupying five different spaces. Just as that finishes, uh, there is uh, the knight lifts up his sword and slams it into the ground. And there is a, a this destructive wave that kind of rolls out. And I need both of you to take uh, or to make a, a constitution or excuse me, dexterity saving throw. 20, 28 12. and a 12. For uh, the 28, uh, Crethen, you manage to uh, see this kind of ripple, uh, this, this shock wave through the, the, the ground coming towards you uh, and you manage to kind of jump at the right moment um, so you only take half of, of this damage 15 so uh, would it be 7 yeah so you take 7 is damage there, and then is there any way like the force of it blew my clothes out like the um, fire no you'd have to Darn. <laughs> you'll have to you have to put that out on your own <laughs> uh, sprocket um, you 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 did not succeed with a 12 uh, so you fall uh, fall prone and you take 15 damage uh, from this shockwave that rips through you uh, the skeletons also just crumbled around him and it's it's his turn now that was uh, that was just his reaction Um he is going to uh, head up towards, let's see. I think you're still closer, Crethen, unfortunately. Yeah. And he's going to make an attack towards you. Where do I keep putting my dice? Here, there. <laughs> um, does a 30 hit you? Probably so, yeah. And how about 28? Yeah. Both of those hit. So you Sprocket, take... I'm in trouble. <laughs> four, six, seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You take twelve damage. Total? This time. Twelve each. Twelve for each of those. Oh. 
So tw- a total of 24. Oh. Okay. And uh, again, he raises uh, two more skeletons. Some of those bones that collapsed around him clatter together. And it is... Uh... Oh, look at that. There's a, a call on the wind. Uh, you look up, Crethen, and you see against the overcast sky is Bergern. There's something clutched in his in his claws as he swoops on down. It's probably a it, it's your turn. <laughs> He's actually going to drop it from the sky right above you. Nice. Okay, Give me I'm a dexterity about... check to, to catch oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> it pales your hand. A seven. Uh, it. it you, you, you put your hand up to try and catch it, but uh, lacking depth perception, uh, since you don't have any eyes, uh, it just clonks you right in the face. Uh, you take one damage, um, but you manage to pick it up. You now have uh, the sun sword on you. Oh, nice. Now, does it remember me from when we were attuned earlier in life? <laughs> I think it's great that the Deus Ex Machina was undercut by the slapstick of it hitting him in the face. <laughs> and I did, uh, so I rolled a 1d4 at the beginning of this to see how many rounds before Peregrine showed up. And Oh, nice. This is, this is just great timing. Uh, do you remember what your, your sword does? Uh, it, it, uh, it slices up some fools. I can yeah. look it up. It, I have it here. Okay. Um, while grasping the hilt, you can use a bonus action to cause a blade of pure radiance to spring in existence. Um, while the blade exists, Magic Longsword has the finesse property. Um, you gain a plus two bonus to attack and damage made with this weapon. It deals radiant instead of slashing. Uh, if you hit an undead target with it, it takes an extra 1d8. The luminous blade emits bright light in a 15-foot radius and dim light. 15, the light's sunlight. And you can use an action to expand or reduce it by five feet. Okay. Uh, This one also, I believe this is... No, that's not it. It's not Dawnbringer, sorry. Uh, And we're going to rule just like the rule of cool that you're, you're... you're already you're attuned to it. You're fine to use it. This is gonna be really anticlimactic because I'm gonna I'm gonna catch it and it lights up and then I'm thinking about casting the cure spell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a heal incoming. Does okay, it 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 really really does because if he hits me again, I'm dead. <laughs> um, but um, and unfortunately, like like none of my cure spells are going to keep up with them so I think I need to keep the pressure on him to keep him from regenerating which I'm assuming he's doing so the sunlight should help with that sunlight should help with that alright so uh, we will we're going to I'm, I'm going to catch it I'm, I'm going to, it's going to hit my forehead uh, I'm going to stagger a little bit but um, like um it's gonna it's gonna bounce off my flaming chest and into my hand, and uh, uh, use bonus action to light it up, and um, flail around like really cool like like um, like Obi Wan in um, in Episode Three, and not hit anything naturally like Obi Wan hit nothing, <laughs> and um, and and uh, let's let's just keep up keep up the attack. I'm. Um, did you say? I know it's a finesse weapon. Does it have a plus on it? Plus did two. You say? Yeah. Plus two. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna roll dex then, and um, we'll add the two. So it'd be twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two, and uh, with your your when you when the blade comes to into existence, there is bright light. Uh, sunlight uh, 
on the on the, the graveyard. There's a, a sizzling and smoking coming off of uh, the night ahead of you. Uh, looks painful. It, it looked like he's taking damage from from this light. And uh, as you are spinning around, your first strike is parried by him. He manages to pull his flaming sword up and, and catch catch the, the sun sword before hitting him. Okay. All right. Do you have another attack? Um, yeah. Um, and so let's make sure we get right. So I have two attacks, so they would be with the same weapon. Since same weapon, and your offhand is off. a bonus action. Gotcha. Okay. But you used your bonus action to light the sword. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so it, would be, another... it would be the sun sword again. Yeah. 19. A 19 hits. I'm very confused on the... the... Okay, anyways. Uh, what, what, what's the damage on behind, it? Behind the scenes, he is, I, he is parrying your attacks. Oh, parrying. He, he okay. has a parry that, that adds... Yeah. Well, as a bonus action, every once around, he can use a bonus action to parry and add six to his armor class. All right. That's so a nice parry. Yeah, that's a dang, <laughs> that's a dang good parry. Um, it's a very good parry. But he can only do it once around. Parry. Only once around and only against melee attacks. Uh, the how, let's how, let's figure out how much this damage does. Um, Sun sword. It has the qualities of a sun blade. Why? Just give me the the sun blade stats. There. <laughs> Don't make me go here. Um, doesn't say how much it Where deals. It? it just says. Oh my gosh! This thing I'm looking at. Oh, properties of sun blade. Okay. Uh, well, when you a hit an sword? undead target with it, the target takes an extra one d eight. But it's yeah, it, it's a it, long sword so with a plus two. Yeah, treat it like one, like well, one d eight. But it does not say it how much it deals. <laughs> it just says okay. it deals two plus two bonus damage, but it never says it deals one d eight damage or whatever. But yeah, right. it's a long sword, one d eight. So two d eight versus him. Uh, so two d eight plus the two for magic uh, for because it's a plus two and five for the dex, right? Yes. I'm calculating that right. Okay. 20. 20. As you strike him, there's this burst of light that comes off of it, and you can see that this really hurts him. He staggers back a bit uh, with this strike. Uh, am I taking fire damage? Uh, you are. Uh, 1d6 right now, unless you uh, use your movement to like roll on the ground. That would provoke an attack of opportunity, I'm assuming. Or was probably, he so surprised yeah. by the the light that I could probably, stop, drop, yeah. and roll real quick? <laughs> you take five damage from oh, the fire. Gosh, why am I? Why are you rolling so well all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. Can you stop it, please? <laughs> Sprocket, you shake the the cobwebs out of your head from that explosion and sit up. Um, you you moved back about 15 feet from where the, the vampire and these skeletons are. So what uh, what are you going to do? All right, I'll leap to my feet in heroic fashion, pull out my squirrel pet, toss him into an area that's you know equidistant between me and Prethen, and okay. he will put out a burst of positive energy that gives us each... 11 temporary hit points. Nice. Ah, all right. This, uh, how, how far does that wave of energy extend? Do, 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 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay. The, uh, is that your, you're staying put where you are? Yeah, I had to get up, so. Okay. The knight, uh, this time, stand, standing ahead of you, kind of regains his balance. Um, would positive energy hurt them being undead? Uh, th that's why I asked. The skeletons were too far away. It wouldn't gotcha. hurt him. But okay. the skeletons were, were just too far away for that. I'm, I'm um, like a, uh, I'm like a matter imagining the little squirrel, little rock squirrel with metal armor on chittering. And then whoo, as the positive waves come off and I smile. 
I'm not convinced the squirrel isn't a wizard, but I, I don't have I don't have the spell talk with rocks. <laughs> the the uh, the knight lifts up his sword, uh, the uh, a flaming one, the only one he has. Uh, he he lifts it up into the sky above his head, and it starts to burn brighter. Uh, and at the point of it, there is a, a ball of, of, a, of hellfire that is forming around it. And he, he slams it down onto the ground in between the two of you. Um, give me both a, a dexterity saving throw. This is a uh, dex 18. Oh, you save 22. If <laughs> we both hit it. 22. I didn't even see that above there. 22 and 18. You both hit. Uh, so you both are going to take half of oh, 31 damage. So you'll take. What is that? That'd be 20. No, 15, 15, 15. each. 15 damage each of you. So four. So really just four yeah. damage from this explosion. Uh, and uh, because you both saved your decks, you're, you're not knocked over. But this was this was not a uh, not a fireball. This was some uh, a hellfire explosion that that happened around you. Um, the 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 knight again raises three more skeletons. I think the skeletons fell off turn order. They did, so they're going to attack now. Uh, two of them are going to charge forward. Uh, one on each of you. Does a uh, 17 hit you, Crethen? Yep. And does a 7 hit you, Sprocket? Probably not. Four damage for you, Crethen. Uh, the others are moving up, shambling up around. Crethen, uh, it is your turn. This knight is not looking good. Oh. Makes two of us, buddy. Um, yeah, like, uh, all right, Sunsword. <laughs> I did not roll Hunter's Mark last time, but I think I've been hit so much that I probably lost con- concentration on it anyways. But I didn't roll for that either. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah. How close is Sprocket? Sprocket's like, 10 feet behind you. My cure spells are too weak. Um, kind of, kind of relying <laughs> on Sprocket. That might be a bad move, but we're going <laughs> to find out. Um, I know if I, I die, you can just bring me back. Yep. Uh, I have a feeling I'm closer to that than you are. <laughs> Let me think. Let me do this. Okay. I'm hoping that he's close enough that I don't need a hunter's mark again because I want to hit him three times this time. Okay. And I know I'm probably not going to hit the first time. So let's start it off. All right. Let's see first what you got. First attack is a 23. 23 is a That's miss. with a sun sword. Yeah, he, he parries that one. Okay. All right. Uh, Lance is coming back with an 18. That is a hit. Okay, for 11. 11 damage. And then uh, Sun Sword again for 11. Uh, he falls down to one knee uh, and, and struggles to kind of get back up. Wait, did he do that after Lance? He did that after the, the final one you did. Oh, I think I missed him, though. Is that okay? Uh, 21 and then 18. Uh, no, no, the twenty-one, the twenty-three is the one that missed. I, I just rolled an eleven. Twenty-three last missed, but the then you rolled one. an eighteen. That hit right? for eleven damage. Oh, and, and then that last okay. dex roll is was uh, was the sun sword. Gotcha. Uh, plus two is eleven. Nine, ten, eleven. Okay. He um. So yeah, he just staggered back instead. Wait, he staggered back. He staggered back instead of falling on one knee. Can I move without him hitting me? Um, yeah, I would say you opened up uh, a, ch- uh, a chance to move without being attacked. 
Okay. Now that's the skeleton's still on me, though. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Oh, I was going to bring it up. There is one okay. skeleton on you that will get an attack. Step back away from him, but still engage with a skeleton? That You could do that. You could just kind of still be... Well, in... I want I, I, I want, a, I want a stop, drop, and roll is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to drop, roll, like... Five okay. feet away, and then uh, can I can I can I get back up with just moving five feet? Yeah, or? yeah. You can stop and put yourself out. Uh, and, yeah, and okay. Get back, get back up. You will get an attack of opportunity yeah. from the skeleton with a fifteen. Yes, that misses. I mean, no, that misses. But yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> skeleton swings and and hits one of the the tombstones. Uh, creates a spark, uh, and you put your fire out. Um, you're no longer on fire. Sprocket, uh, this knight is n- is looking in rough shape. He's he's bloodied for sure. The sunlight coming off of uh, Crethen's sword has has stopped him from regenerating. Uh, what do you do? You've got first, one skeleton on you. Okay, first of all, Ratatoskr is going to burst and put out eight points of positive energy. Is that uh, where? Where is that squirrel still? Uh, it can move up to thirty feet. So, yeah. Where would you like it? Between you or between the the skeletons? Uh, I guess me the, it's Crescent would be the most important. Yeah, I guess it would be since those skeletons are on you. Uh, anyways, both of you. Um, it would take. It would envelop, envelop those as well. So. Uh, Go ahead and give your roll for that and those two skeletons that are in the radius just disintegrate. Do you have more uh, action or is that it? Yes. I am going to run up to this lovely guy. (laughs) My fist bursts into a uh, sheen of power (laughs) and I will expend three charges from a ring of the ram. Oh, nice. man. I don't actually have to, like, be there because it's 60-foot range, but I think it looks better. Stylistically, yeah, you need to, yeah. 17. Does that hit? 17 does not hit him. 18 is his armor class. Even without the armor? He's got an 18. He had a 20 with the armor on. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Do you have... <laughs> uh, don't have any advantage or anything, huh? Nope. No, so that's it. That, hey, that's useless, right. this fight. <laughs> the knight, uh, seeing his opportunity, is going to take a swing at you. Um, Sprocket. And 27. Does that hit? Uh, yeah. All right. So that is 16 damage. And uh, make a dexterity saving throw to, or constitution, sorry, this is the constitution one, to not catch on fire. Constitution 26. Oh, Sparky, yeah, why did your Why did your bar, why did your health bar go down to the very, 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 very oh, bottom? I, I didn't hit minus eight. <laughs> oh, thank you. Shit, what was I at before? 64, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um... <laughs> it's like you're it's you're not on I fire. I can't heal you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, as you're... he hits me, I want to take a reaction. Okay. Thunderhead puts out a bright burst of light. And he has to make a DC 17. Uh, what is the constitution save? Or be blinded Con- until the end of his next turn. Constitution save. All right. And it's constitution. Oh, Are 18. you kidding me? Gosh. <laughs> this guy's a punk. <laughs> uh, is that your turn, Sprocket? That's it. All uh, right. That, no, that was his turn. Oh, yes. That was that was your reaction. That was his, his first attack. His second attack, he's going to uh, pull out the crossbow. Take aim at you, Crethen, and fire. Uh, does a 21 he, hit you? Would he have disadvantage for trying to fire while engaged in melee? 
Yes, he would, actually. I know this because I used to have that problem. So, 21. Does that hit you? Crathen. Oh, yeah. I tried. Sorry, I was not paying attention. Uh, all right. This was going to be uh, here. 30 damage. I am this down. Explosion. Uh, the, the arrowhead explodes on impact. So you fall unconscious. Is that correct? Right. All right. So you are at zero uh, and you'll be making death saves. The uh, let's just do a, a, a D100 and, and take a guess high or low. Uh, if it's above 50 or below 50. This is like um, a luck roll. <laughs> uh, high. High. Can we roll it or are you rolling it? 98. Oh, that's the very high. The sword uh, stays ignited. <laughs> and it is still in your hand. Inside. <laughs> it's still in your hand, ignited. Though the, If you would have gotten, if you would have guessed wrong, it would have gone out. Uh, stays ignited. He's still in the sunlight. Um, it. Let's see, he just shot that. Um, he attempts to to raise his hand uh, to uh, to summon uh, some more skeletons, but uh, there's there's just this, this so much damage to his to his arm and and just he's in such bad shape. He's unable to summon any skeletons this round. Crethen death save time save time oh yeah that's a nine a nine is a fail sprocket crethen is down you're cheering blasted back a bit (laughs) this knight is looking in rough rough shape uh there are skeletons around him that are shambling forward what do you do you're right up in his face now, temporary hit points, will those help with uh, being unconscious? Uh, if you have zero hit points, receiving temporary hit points doesn't restore you to consciousness or stabilize you. They can still absorb damage directed at you while you're in that state, but only true healing can save you. Okay. Well, I'm going to still burst the... Okay. Burst it around you. 11. So, so 11. his uh, his amulet twinkles, but the other skeletons around him disintegrate when they're enveloped by it. Then I am going to cast Thunder Wave on him at level 3. Alright. 11 and 12 damage? Um, That's what yes. it looks like. And he it makes a dex save, right? Con save. Uh, con save. Damage, uh, yeah, constitution save, DC 17. Oh, yeah, it says it right there. I was wondering how you <laughs> knew that. Yeah, uh, I know my spells. One thing they say about me is I know my spells. What the crap? <laughs> no, Come on. Man. <laughs> he takes well, half damage. Still takes half, yeah. Uh, which is, let's see, that's 23, so... Yeah. Boom. He is uh, still standing, but not looking great. Uh, any more attacks? Or is that, that it no, for you? No, bonus in action. He's going to, uh, he's going to reel up with his, uh, with his flaming sword that he has here and uh, take a swing at you uh, with disadvantage here. Let's roll two d20s. That is a 13 and a 15, so a 23. Yep. Does that hit you? Alright, you take two d8 plus five. 12 damage. And then another Minus one. Minus one, not one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does a 26 hit you? Yes. Another swing of 2d8, 7, and that's another one. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 
two swings, flames. Uh, he then lifts his hand, this time as manages to summon two skeletons. They are uh, behind him is where they are, so they'll have to move into position first. Crethen, give me your second death save. 13. Oh, 13. Hey, one success, one failure. Sprocket. It's your turn. You're standing right in front of him. He's he's swaying a little bit. There's skeletons More behind him. Temporary hit points. Seven. There's a twinkle in his amulet. And I really wish I'd learned haste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how far away is Crethen? Crethen is, I'm going to say, like 10 feet behind you, uh, kind of situated behind some broken tombstones. Still, I can't get up to you for cure wounds. All right, I will do Thunder Wave one more time with my last level three slot. All right. 14 and an eight. It's a DC 17. Con save. 17. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he takes half damage. Which he only has a plus four on con. How is he <laughs> making all of these saves? So that's like 22. So that's 11. You are not going to believe this. He had a, exactly 11 hit points left. <sighs> With this thunder wave. He uh, what, actually, why don't you describe what happens to him? What does the thunder wave do? All right, so we're fighting, and I'm bantering toward him. Like, well, you're pretty good with the flames, but I'm the god of thunder. And I burst again, loud noise, hits him, and he kind of staggers a bit and then just topples over. He is motionless on the ground. The uh, skeletons that were behind him were crushed underneath him. And they, they just scattered into bones. And it just begins to rain. Okay. I am going to... <laughs> and, and the rain causes damage to me and I die. <laughs> it's acid rain. Sun sword extinguished? Uh, no, it is still lit in his uh, in Crethen's hand. Yeah, he's probably holding on to it pretty tight. So I'm going to throw Crescent a Cure Wounds. Yay. You're back. For six. Plus the seven temporary you have. Right. And while you're composing yourself, <laughs> I'll uh, slip the Sun Sword out of your hand. You're still a little groggy. Is it still <laughs> ignited? Or did it uh, go out if I'm holding it? Uh... You can keep keep it ignited. All right, then I'm going to drive it through his heart. The vampire, Ooh, not Crescent. Wait, what did I know? <laughs> ah, I've been working for Strahd all along. <laughs> Our plan has finally unfolded. It took this long. All the signs were there. Uh, you drive it through his heart, and at this point... There were uh, some guards that had come down the road to see what the commotion was. And they see you with this the sprocket, this gnome with this glowing sword, driving it through Dragomir's chest as he just just bursts into flames and burns away into ash. And uh, they see you and you look up at them and they take off running in the other way. Uh, the hey, other you guys, direction. come here. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> they, they don't want anything to, to do with what they just saw. Um, and you're you're left alone in this graveyard in the rain. Sprocket. Can doing? I can I borrow uh, that that potion of invulnerability about 10 minutes ago? Uh, yeah, let me just pop back in time real quick. <laughs> Secretly, Sprock has been working on a time machine for ages. Actually, he, he goes, has been. He, he goes back in time <laughs> to when we were drawn into Barovia and has us move our campsite so we never came. The end. <laughs> well, that's how he I moved. did the steel wind strike. There's time manipulation. <laughs> time manipulation? Right. <laughs> 
Um, I like to think Sprocket would go back in time and like change something very insignificant that led to a series of events that made had made it so you had that invulnerability potion when you needed it. Right. Yes. Not at all that he handed it to me beforehand. Yeah. No. But it's, it's like a, a he a put Rube he Goldberg put like a machine. No. No. Yeah. He like he like placed like a cinder block that like like talked, you know, in some dungeon that we've been to earlier that he just couldn't help but pick up and then he just didn't have enough room for the potions later in life <laughs> and so he just handed it to me and it's like yeah no hold on to this one <laughs> i will i will uh i will hold my fist up to offer a fist bump i don't know if he knows what that means and if he doesn't i will like grab his fist and bump it myself seeing a threatening gesture i activate the ring of the ram <laughs> <laughs> and crescent oh. is dead <laughs> but Again. um how yeah, you holding up time. you all right i yeah we um uh we need to not do that again um i think before i grab that crossbow there's something else we need to do loot the corpse okay. Um, is his sword still on fire? Uh, no, it has gone out. Okay. Um, I will grab the, I, I'm going to grab the crossbow. You want me to All see right. if I can figure anything out about him? Yeah. All right. Let me deal with this. You go get Rickton. You all, you okay to keep digging? <laughs> you need some more healing? <laughs> like I trip over <laughs> into, into into the into the grave, um, <laughs> but I think we yeah we had him like uh, pretty much we we had him dug up we just need to open him up and so like I yeah I'll go in there and um uh probably borrow a um crowbar and um pop him open all right and, open it um, up. And it's Van Richten. He's okay. If you said if you said it was going to em be empty, I was it's turning empty. the computer off right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's Van Richten, but he's been on the ground for a while. It's not a uh, pleasant sight. Probably smells great too. I look, look at I, I, I don't judge anymore. Like um, it's a mirror. It's a mirror. Um, so I have been told I have this power. I have felt this power. Do I know how to use this power? You you do. You just okay. instinctively know. I will. What do, what do you do? I will. Um, I will uh, lay a hand on his chest and um, utter the magic words of Mechalika High, Mechahiny Ho, <laughs> Mechalika High, Mechahiny Ho, and uh, and uh, that is whatever happens <laughs> your vision starts to, to go black uh, and you see uh, again that uh, that coming out from the, from this blackness the the amber temple uh, the the facade the entrance and there there is this uh, just the, the entrance is just this inky blackness of, of nothing in the, that entrance and Emitting from that is this the sound of stone cracking, just a single large block of stone or, or crack that reverberates through the mountains. Uh, and when you when you hear that, your vision comes back, and you can hear it in the uh, echoing through the valley, and you hear it too, Sprocket. There was a, a something, some very large piece of body of stone cracked and it echoed through the entire Barovian Valley and then there's this silence and rain before Van Richten suddenly takes a very deep sudden breath <gasps> and he opens his eyes is, is he still zombie like no he is his flesh has, has oh, returned nice. to normal okay his eyes open and his, his flesh begins to return human-like uh, and it spreads across to your hand, Crethen, and your hand becomes 
normal. Uh, and it spreads across your entire body. And you are normal looking again. You're no longer undead, but you feel that the magic has left you. You no longer have that power. I have great news. Since we met last, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> and, like, I'm not going to have to explain to her why I look like a zombie anymore. <laughs> and I'm going to help him up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dice and Dreary. Our players were Crethen, played by Paul, Sprocket, played by Ken, and our DM, Jeff Adam. Editing and sound design by Jeff Adam, and music by the Techno Funk Boy. Links to Dice and Dreary soundtracks can be found in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. 